Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE SmackDown episode 1070 and 205 Live episode 167, both broadcasts on February 21st, 2020. But first, I want want to mention very briefly that um, I have now watched uh, Volume 2 of Dragon Ball Super. That is episodes 14 through 26. Um, and I guess there's just one more episode. Episode 27 is the last episode of the Golden Frieza saga. And um, every, every one of these volumes... So all 10 volumes have been released in the United States now on Blu-ray. Um, I don't know why they didn't start off the show. Episode, the first volume make that one 14 episodes and then everything else lines up after that basically because uh, pretty much there's just one episode at the start of this volume that uh, more or less concludes what's going on there and then uh, there's one episode left of Golden Frieza Saga um, that's on volume th- starts out volume 3 um, and then at the end volume 10 is 14 episodes so just they should have made volume one 14 episodes then it lines it, whatever it's fine um i i have all 10 anyway so it's not a big deal uh for me but for the when volume two came out i would have been so annoyed uh that i have to wait till volume three to get the the final episode of what's about to happen but anyway um i've been enjoying it i haven't noticed well there's a few parts that are still like wonky animation and all of that, but I mostly watched it while I was working on other stuff. Anyway, um, the voice acting is so so great. Um, the English dub is what I've been watching. That's what I'm able to uh, watch while doing other stuff because I can understand it uh, just listening. Um, but uh, I know the original uh, Japanese uh, cast are really great too. Um, so, so that's about it. Um, I really enjoy all of Beerus stuff. Beerus and Whis, they're absolutely my favorite thing about Dragon Ball Super um, in both the manga and anime and the movies. Um, I think that's one thing that I definitely like more about the anime is that you get to experience the, the voice actors playing those characters. Because they're both really, really good. And then also in the special features on this volume, um, you have those voice actors. Uh, they they watch with uh, the the, vo- the Beerus voice actor with uh, his kids. And so that that's really fun. Um, it's only like 12 minutes, but that's worth checking out as well if you already have the Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll keep on uh, keeping up, updated on uh my dragon ball super watch through and i guess uh, some big stuff is happening in the manga but i'll talk about that maybe in uh an upcoming comic book episode um how does this relate to wrestling well uh we have uh mr satan uh claiming that he defeated uh beerus and saved the world and all that and he's uh and then he gets challenged by uh the hero of the planet snack and i forget the name of the that hero's plan uh, uh of that hero it this is just in what the first episode of the 
<laughs> of the Golden Frieza arc, technically. I think it's still maybe still part of the previous arc. Anyway, that's a pretty fun episode. It <laughs> reminds me, my favorite, 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 favorite moment of this whole volume is... So there, there's all kinds of people there because it's a celebration of Mr. Satan and... Uh, then he gets challenged by those aliens, and then he accepts the challenge because they 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 congratulate him. But then also they can't properly accept him as a hero if unless he defeats their hero. So um, they have this ring, uh, this uh, this fighting area, and uh, <laughs> Goku is just like flying by carrying his tractor because he needs to get his tractor repaired because he's just farming now. Um, and uh, he stops by and uh, puts down the tractor and is, is like checking out the, uh, the, 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 the match that's about to happen. And then Mr. Satan, he, uh, he notices him over there. He's like, Oh, Oh, thank God. Uh, so if you have, if you want to fight me, you have to prove yourself worthy by fighting this guy first after he asks Goku to fight for him. And uh, <laughs> Goku is about to fight him, and then he sees that uh, it was, well, Chi Chi, and I forget who she was with, but she she's walking by and she notices that Goku's there. She's like, What? What is he doing? He's not allowed to train or fight or anything. Um, and Goku is in big trouble. He's like, oh no, I got you out of here, but I can't fly because everybody will see me do that. And that's not good. Um, so he tells Mr. Satan to punch him in the face. And <laughs> so he, so he does, and he goes flying like over the crowd, like over to by where his tractor is. And as he's flying, he's like, oh no, I forgot my tractor. And he picks it up and he keeps on flying. <laughs> oh, it's so, so funny so funny um it might be one of my favorite moments of the entire like all of dragon ball because it's so ridiculous i i like it when it gets ridiculous like that um so anyway that's how that's how it ties into the wrestling um also i saw sonic the hedgehog um, as I mentioned, uh, well, th- this past Monday on Raw, Ricochet's match was sponsored by Sonic, the Hedgehog, the movie, not the uh, fast food company. And um, I've been I've I've been meaning to see it for since it came out. I uh, finally got to see it t- earlier today, and it is so great, so so great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I will say that I did not like Jim Carrey in the first scene that he appears in. I was like kind of worried like, Oh no. Is it like this the whole time? I, I do not enjoy this at all, but every other scene was way, way better than that. I I think it was just like too mean without any like, re- like he just appears and is immediately mean to everybody. And that I didn't really like that, and it didn't. Uh, the this it kind of felt like it was skipping some story when it did that. I think that's why I didn't enjoy it. And then that also that made me kind of blame the character for it and the performance. When I think there's just something structural that needed to be 
in that, like at the beginning of that scene or something. Because it was kind of abrupt. Um, I guess it was set up by the scene before that and all that, but um, but anyway, the whole entire rest of Jim Carrey's performance I really enjoyed, like more and more throughout the movie. And um, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, th- there's so much stuff. If you like Sonic the Hedgehog, um, I mean, this is about is bringing him into the real world. This is like about as great as you could imagine it being i think i i don't know if there's any other story that could make more sense or anything like that um the opening when he's on uh his islands um and then he has to like get away from stuff like the uh, uh um so this is kind of a spoiler but it's in the very beginning of the movie um he's being chased it's all echidnas they're they're wearing like masks and stuff, but knuckles had to be one of them. I didn't notice if any of them had had knuckles, but they're they're all echidnas that are chasing after him. And he's trying to get away from them, and those, so that got me really excited. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Ben Schwartz is amazing as Sonic. Um, James Marsden is very good. Um, I thought he. It kind of seemed like he was playing Mark Wahlberg in this movie, <laughs> but uh, I think this might be one of the only, one of the first movies I've seen James Marsden just play like a regular guy, as opposed to, well, no, I saw what was it? It was that it was the movie with the button, and you get like a million dollars if you press the button, but somebody in the world dies, something like that. I think it was in that movie. So he was like a normal guy in that, but it was a horror movie, so it's like a different sort of thing. And then um also I wasn't clear on where they were, and then uh like he told Sonic to go west to get to San Francisco. I thought like I thought they were in Oregon or something. That's they get gotta go south. But apparently they're in Montana at the beginning of the movie. Like Green Hills, the town where it uh starts um is in Montana. And I don't know why I missed I, I I totally missed that. Uh, it was very likely established immediately at the beginning of the film, uh, which state it was in. But um, yeah, go see it. It's great. Um, unfortunately, uh, near me, it's not on the premium screens anymore. Uh, so uh, hopefully they bring that back. Uh, this week they have Harley and um, or other Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey as the advertised name now um and uh parasite are the ones on imax and i think it'd be really cool to see parasite in imax um it is not the usual type of film that is on a gigantic screen but i could see it being pretty awesome seeing it on there um okay so that's all the movie talk let's talk about wrestling um we have uh so on smackdown i saw a bunch of uh, kind of spoilers uh some results and stuff like that um but unlike most of the time or at least the last few weeks when i would see stuff spoiled um that then i wouldn't really be all that interested when i watch this got me more interested and got me excited to watch um when the episode was finally posted on hulu um and yeah i I really enjoyed both of these episodes 
Um, we opened up with a uh, an eight man tag team match: uh, the Usos versus and the New Day versus uh, Miz and Morrison and Rude and Ziggler, or MMRZ. Uh, Miz and Mers. That was dumb. Um, anyway, before the match, there's so many promos because the, the New Day are out there. Oh, well, the Usos came out first, and the New Day came out, and then like they were complimenting Usos, but in the tone of 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 uh uh insults and they're like no no you're gonna take this compliment <laughs> don't even don't even try to stop us that kind of thing um but yeah uh during this match there was a uh like an email logo graphic type thing um i didn't i i don't know were these because i was i was at smackdown last week did these happen during the broadcast i didn't see posts about it or anything did these happen during the broadcast last week as well um i think i probably wouldn't have put this together or maybe i would have put it together eventually um but i i agree with all the people who are pointing out that oh these graphics are for ali obviously and uh, uh a lot of people on reddit's throwing around the phrase messenger of light which is a phrase that Ali has used in the past, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I would, I, I would uh, favor the uh, instead Courier of Dawn. I think that would be a pretty cool name uh, and synonym for that. But anyway, uh, what will this what what will this lead to? Is it going to be super awesome? Um, I really hope so because Ali is great. All right, so backstage, Drew Gulak has a PowerPoint presentation for Daniel Bryan, all about what he's been doing wrong the past several weeks. And uh, they're, they they're, they mention Heath Slater, and Heath Slater is just like standing off to the side. He's like, wait, what did you say? What did you say? Did you say my name? And he comes over there. He, he's, uh, he's really upset. Uh, and Daniel Bryan is like, Heath? He says, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're looking right at me, man. <laughs> uh, that was a great response to that. Uh, he says, you, you only beat me last week because I wasn't ready. And then Danny Ryan says, okay, well, are you ready now? He says, I'm always ready. So uh, Daniel says to, to Drew Gulak, he says, he says, he says. Um, <laughs> uh, so you, you, you know all my weaknesses. So maybe you can help him out. So Drew Gulak gets with Heath Slater. So just coaching him, all of that. And this leads to the wonderful Drew Gulak on commentary, uh, like talking through uh, like strategy and stuff like that, that he, what, what, what he's gotten together on, on with, uh, with Heath Slater. And then, <laughs> Oh, so I am I am sk- skipping ahead to this match because uh, I, I I really want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> so first of all, uh, Michael Cole at the at the very beginning of this he calls he gets Dan and Brian and Heath Slater mixed up. He says that Heath Slater is with them on commentary and Dale Bryan is or uh, and uh, Drew Gulak. Like, what are you talking about? I'm Drew Gulak. Heath Slater's in the ring. Are you sleeping out here, Cole? Um. But anyway, uh, Heath Slater, he goes, uh, starts to go up onto the posts uh, to do a maneuver off of the, the, the top ropes. And 
And Drinker like starts freaking out. He's like, no, no, get down from there. Get down from this. This isn't what we talked about. That kind of thing. And um, I loved the return of that because that was one of my, that will always be one of my favorite things that has uh, occurred on 205 Live is the no fly zone, all of that, and Drigulak yelling at his teammates and everything to not do high flying maneuvers and everything. And I'm really happy to see it return right here. But of course, Daniel Bryan won that match. But uh, jumping back, uh, we had an Otis heartbreak package, um, which uh, followed was followed by Tucker confronting Mandy Rose backstage, and uh, and he's. He says, what was that all about? You you said you were running late and all of that in a text message. And Manny was, what, what are you talking about? Um, somebody on Reddit, uh, when I saw the spoilers for this in the comments, somebody was like, oh, that's got to be Sonia doing that then, right? And that would make the most sense. Although it could also be Dolph Ziggler spoofing the phone. Like he could set it all up himself but sonia does not seem like a fan of no she is not a fan of otis at all and she says dolph ziggler is more of mandy rose's type anyway right and i'm like i'm thinking what the what is that supposed to mean that's presumptuous i think is that the right way to to phrase there's a great all right, there's a, a great bit in uh, Todd Berry's uh, newest, as of right now, I think it came out sometime last year, uh, his newest Netflix special. And uh, it it involves the word uh, presumptuous um, in regards to a coffee shop Yelp review. And um, I'm not going to try to explain the joke or anything because it's a lot better just to hear him say it. So go check out that special. It's really good. All right, so uh, next we had Renee interviewing uh, Lacey Evans, um, and Lacey admits that she was being a bully, and uh, I think that was that was pretty interesting. And then also she is kind of explaining away nasty as like, oh, you can use it a bunch of different ways. You get nasty, so she was like using it in a, like an affectionate way, and I thought that was. That that was that that was good. I liked. I enjoyed that. Um, and she she says that she's going to be in these uh, the the elimination chamber match, which means there it hasn't officially been announced. Uh, I think they're probably waiting until after uh, the uh, Bailey defends her championship at Super Showdown. But um, they're going to. Uh, yeah, have a a, a a a women's elimination chamber match for SmackDown and for Raw, and also a SmackDown uh, men's uh, chamber match for the Universal Title Contendership, um, because we, later on we have Sheamus cutting up a, a video package promo, or not a video package, but uh, a video promo, pre-tape promo. Is that that's what I mean? I think. But um, saying that he's going to be in the elimination chamber. So um, there at least three chamber matches has me wondering, maybe, maybe I should go to this show. Um, so I'm going to make the decision a little bit later this week, maybe as soon as tomorrow, um, depending on how a bunch of different things go. 
but I might change my mind again to go out there for Elimination Chamber. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, this has me excited. That even just watching it on TV, that's going to be exciting. All the Elimination Chamber matches. That'd be great. But um, then we have an amazing match. The second ever Symphony of Destruction match. The the previous participants of the Symphony of Destruction are now on a team, Elias and Braun Strowman, to fight Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, where Falls Count Anywhere and all the musical instruments around the ring or wherever else they might be able to get them are legal. I mean, it's basically just a Falls Count Anywhere match. No disqualifications, but with many musical instruments provided. Um, so <laughs> we uh, we had a double suplex on to uh, perform to Braun, sending him into the uh, the the upright base. That was pretty great. And then uh, this whole sequence with the gong. Uh, so Shinsuke was using the gong mallets they were tied together like nunchaku nunchuck nunchucks nunchaku um whatever the correct word for that is um (laughs) and then he goes for uh hitting uh i think it was he's going to hit elias with a kinshasa but he missed while elias got out of the way and he kinshasas the gong instead so he hits the gong shasa um is what i would call it but uh eventually uh we get elias hitting a a big elbow on um uh on cesaro through a table which was uh which was fantastic and then right after that uh braun power bombed shinsuke into a piano uh and it that was really brutal uh, because the piano did not give away very much at all, and uh, Shinsuke got the, the back of his head cut open. So it it sounds like he's okay. Um, that wasn't a major injury. He, he got looked after all that. I mean, he was bleeding, probably needed stitches and stuff, but uh, it could definitely have been a lot worse. It could have put it put him out of action. It could have knocked him out. He could be he could be in a coma right now, or worse listening to Cesaro play cowbell. But uh, um, anyway, I, I'm glad that Shinsuke is okay. Um, by the way, okay, so I wanted to mention this uh, because uh, online, a lot of, a lot of people uh, will refer to Shinsuke as Nak, N-A-K. And uh, a while ago, there's like some conversations about people being annoyed that they call him Shin. And people actually do call him Shin, uh, short for Shinsuke, of course. Uh, Nobody, I have never seen any of the the wrestlers call him Nak, N-A-K. So I like. So that that's my request out there. Like, follow what the people actually know him do, and if you're going to abbreviate his name, 
use Shin. Um, cause that's what people will actually call him. Um, but I, I prefer just to use, uh, full of his either, either of his names. But, um, anyway, just why I mention that real quick. Up next, we had the moment of bliss, uh, with just, just Alexa bliss. Um, uh, I guess Nikki cross was sick. It was not mentioned on air, but I saw some posts about it that um, she was feeling really sick this week. So hopefully she feels better soon. Um, and uh, this the point of this moment of bliss was that the Bellas were on there, Nikki and Brie, and that they will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. And uh, this segment ended with Daniel Bryan coming out with Birdie. And that was really nice. That was really fun. Um, and then it, he hands Birdie off. Uh, to Bree, and then he heads into the ring uh, to to have his match against Heath Slater, which I already talked about. Um, I really like when they have tra- transitions like this. Um, it it seems more often than not it's when it's for the the uh, married uh, couples. Um, so like, like Uso's transitioning into Naomi, or vice versa, or in this case, well, this is the first time that this has had the opportunity to happen in a while uh, with Brie being out there and Daniel Bryan coming out. So that, that, was, that was really cool. Um, <clears throat> up next, we had uh, Dolph run into Mandy, who's waiting for her ride, and he offers her a ride. And then Otis appears from behind a, a, a stack of stuff and is devastated. But Otis, what, are you, what were you doing creeping back there? I it's like now it's getting kind of you you could have just said hello like uh, like you know like talk, talk about it just just say say some stuff like if you just talk to Mandy and work it all out instead of just being a uh like a, 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 an assumer that's not what I the word that you're just assuming that Mandy doesn't want to talk to you because you see her talking to somebody else. It's like, Oh, maybe she's talking to somebody else while she's waiting to, to, for you to come by. And then when you, when you arrive, she'll, they'll, she'll start talking to you instead. Like just go, just go chat out, chat, chat. All right. So up next, we had the main event. Um, it, there was a segment after this, but this is the, the final match of, of the episode. Um, Naomi versus Carmella. Uh, the winner will fight Bailey at Super Showdown. And Naomi wins the match via her splits moonsault. Um, so that will be super, super exciting. Um, yeah, I've, I'm looking forward to that. Like that and then this next match are the two that I'm really really the only two matches that i'm looking forward to at super showdown and they might be the only two that i watch i don't know we'll we'll see but um if i wake up like in time for the start time and i'm not doing anything else that day which i'm probably not doing anything else that day um (laughs) i will watch i will watch the whole thing or try to anyway but uh yeah congrats naomi she could could she win yes i think she could absolutely win um where do things go from there uh if she won then that could mean that well either way i um apparently 
this was going to be the WrestleMania match, which would make sense with Naomi in, uh, in Florida again. And if she won the championship in Florida, that would be pretty cool. But um, now with the change to this, I don't know what they're going to do. If Naomi wins this, that would be pretty cool. But there's still hope, I think, for it to be Bailey versus Sasha at WrestleMania. I think that would be pretty, pretty cool. But we'll we'll see because it sounds it sounds like the plan is Elimination Chamber is going to determine her her opponent at WrestleMania. So um, the only person we know who is in there is Lacey Evans. But we could also see um, uh, let's see who else could be Carmella probably want to be in on that. Uh, we could see Fire and Desire in there. Uh, we could see Alexa and or Nikki in there and. Um, and then, of course, uh, Naomi will w- want to be in there for another shot. So I think that pretty much fills it out. But we can also see a surprise appearance by uh, somebody from uh, from from NXT. I think that would be really cool because uh, the women's Raw match. Well, OK, we already have Sheena in the Raw match. So that's already somebody coming over from from NXT. But um, if I like. Mercedes Martinez in there would be super super cool. Um, even I wouldn't expect her to to win, but she could be in the final two of of the chamber match. I don't know. We'll see what happens after Super Showdown. Um, and that brings us to oh the 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 final segment of the night. Goldberg comes out and he says, "Whatever you are, wherever you are, I'm ready." The fiend. And um, he says, I'm here to take your championship. We have Bray there at Firefly Funhouse saying some stuff. And then uh, the Fiend arrives there in person. And Goldberg is like, oh, you're right behind me. Okay. And he turns around and he spears him. And then the Fiend disappears before he can get uh, jackhammered and the rest. So I think... That uh, that that this instance of the spear could should be called the Dissa spear. Thank you very much. That brings us to two hundred five live episode one sixty seven. Uh, we had three matches in this episode. We had Joaquin Wild versus Raul Mendoza, who were just teamed up together to fight Danny and no, not Danny and Oni. Uh, they fought Grizzly Young Veterans on NXT this week. Um. So interesting to see them fighting each other, then teaming up, then fighting each other. They are the, uh, the half as heavy Dominic and Keith Lee. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Raul Mendoza won this match. The last time they faced each other, I think Joaquin won. Um, then we have Leo uh, telling Breeze to get out of his face. When Breeze is trying to like make him, help him feel better after having lost to Angel Garza, no, he lo- he didn't lose to Angel Garza. He, he he defeated Angel Garza, but he lost to Jordan Devlin on NXT this week, um, and that leads us into the match of uh, Tyler Breeze versus Samir Singh. Uh, Tyler Breeze win- wins via supermodel kick, um, and as this match was about to happen, A was like so fed up with the Singh brothers, he said, I, I might walk out of this match. I might just leave. And that was really funny. 
Um, Aiden is so, so great. I think Aiden is my favorite on commentary of all of the shows. He's so, so funny. Uh, Nigel is really funny, too. Um, I think those, in my opinion, those two guys are the funniest. Um, which isn't necessarily the most important thing about commentary, but uh, I like to enjoy listening. And being funny is the most enjoyable thing, I think. Anyway, uh, they, we had our main event, a no disqualification tag team match. The team of Danny and Oni, or Lonnie Orca, uh, versus Arya Davari and D. Brian Kendrick. They do their... At one point, they do the, get the table. Oni, what? Get the table. The whole uh, Dudley thing. Um, <clears throat> but they hit a DDT to the commentary table. I, I forget who they did it to. Um, and then they, uh, it might have been to Ari Davari both of these times. The commentary table does not give. It does not break or anything. Um it's that impact DDT. So it's uh, their their feet are up on the other person's shoulders and everything. But uh, they hit that to Ari Daivari at the end, and Danny pins him for the win. But go watch this episode. Go watch this match and this whole episode. But the other two matches are like, yeah, they're, they're all right. But this this main event, like, oh, two of five back, two five live is back on track. Last week I was super worried. This week is fantastic. This is main event is. And then next week, we're going to have Leo Rush um, leading a team of five. So he has four people to pick for his team versus Tony Nese and his team of five. Um, and the graphics has it as like NXT on one side and 205 on the other. So I, I don't know who Leo is going to pick for his team. But I have a feeling that Nice will have um, uh, Ari Davari, the Brian Kendrick, um, and then his tag team partner from last week, Mike Kanellis. And then I, I'm hoping that the fourth member uh, that he picks um, to, to finish up the team of five will be Jack Gallagher because we haven't seen him in a few weeks. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think they would all work together great as a team because they're all OG. Well, Mike Canales isn't, it? isn't, but they're all original 205 live guys before they started to get merged with NXT more. Um, and before the cruiserweight championship became the NXT cruiserweight championship. So, um, yeah, I'm, th- that's going to be a killer match. It's an elimination match. Uh, so 10 guys elimination match. That's gotta be the entire episode of just that match. And that's going to be freaking great. So that is everything for SmackDown for two Oh five live for Sonic, the hedgehog for dragon ball, super volume two. Let me know what you thought about all of that stuff by tweeting me at TIW podcast, Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe in, su- subscribe in iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all of the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.